0: Welcome to the PreSnap Podcast, presented by Line Star. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting, alongside Tyler Weeman. I'm Shannon Somerville, getting you set for the Thursday night matchup in Week Ten between the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons in this NFC South battle. Tyler, the Atlanta Falcons tied atop the top, tied atop the division, mm-hmm. four and five. This is the only division where there's nobody with a winning record, somehow they're still in the mix though, tied with the Bucks. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers, 2 and 7 at the bottom of the division. What do you make of the Falcons and the Panthers in their respective positions in the NFC South?
1: I got a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you think The Georgia Bulldogs could beat a team in this division. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, wow. I I definitely do.
0: (laughs) You knew the answer to that before you even asked. Yeah, I just
1: wanted to set you up. You know, you're riding high after a win. But I appreciate you
0: even bringing up the Georgia Bulldogs Uh because you know that's one of my favorite topics of conversation. From time
1: to time, I got (laughs) to set you up.
0: There you go. Well, yes, our Georgia Bulldogs were victorious. Now we'll go to the NFC South okay. and check in on these two squads. Struggle Street. <laughs> Struggle Street, yes. as you mentioned, right? No team with a winning record. Okay. And if Atlanta wins this, they'll be a step closer to their first winning record since 2017. Yeah, How's that for a,
1: it is,
0: a cold streak?
1: It's funny to me that they sold off pieces and they might have got better. <laughs>
0: It's kind of like true. the Utah
1: Jazz in the NBA, if they just did That's that. That's a
0: good point. They have, they went into the season not expecting anything at all. Somehow mm-hmm. they're still in the mix as the Bucks uh, have struggled this season, and so they're yes. very much contenders right now. What do you make they of are. the Falcons? I mean, are they a contender?
1: I mean, they're not a contender in any other division <laughs> in football. Uh, they are in this division, though. I mean, the Bucks are terrible. The Bucks have not been able to figure out their offensive line and the Falcons somehow just figure out how to stay in every game and give them a chance in the fourth.
0: Somehow these two teams two weeks ago produced one of the most entertaining games we've seen Mm -hmm. this season. It was an overtime thriller with both teams combining for 884 total yards. 37 34 was the finals, the Falcons coming out the winners in this one. So Little rematch, maybe the, the Carolina Panthers looking for a little revenge. The ending of that was fairly wild as there was a, they basically, the Carolina Panthers had it, but they missed a field goal that would have sealed things up for them. So what did you think of that game, by the way?
1: It was a fun one. Was it wasn't fun, one. fun
0: for me, I'll tell you why. <laughs> My opponent in fantasy football had DJ Moore. Uh, The wide receiver for the Panthers. So that did not bode well for me because he racked up a ton of points. He sure
1: did. Uh, But surprisingly, though, this game could have more offense than most of the primetime games we've seen this year.
0: That's true. Our Thursday night's games have not really lived up to expectation. Mm -hmm. Maybe this one will we'll have your daily fantasy projections, including DJ Moore, but first things first, we've got to check out our injuries for this one. And we're heading to sixscore.com and the pro football docs over there. Make sure to check this periodically. This is as of Tuesday, so there will be some changes Mm -hmm. coming to game time. Make sure to just keep checking at sixscore.com for any injury updates before you play, play daily fantasy or place prop bets. So looking at the docs diagnosis here, Relatively speaking, this is a fairly healthy Mm -hmm. game, so to speak. We do have a couple injuries to note now. Some good news for the Carolina Panthers is Chuba Hubbard, who was out week nine with an ankle injury, says he will be playing in this game. Offensive tackle Taylor Moten, though, has been limited in practice with an elbow injury. No word on whether or not that will impact his status for Thursday. Atlanta cornerback A.J. Terrell, who's missed two straight games with a hamstring injury. Keep an eye on that one. And safety Eric Harris missed week nine with a foot injury, did not practice, along with Terrell Tuesday. Keep an eye on those ones as we head into this Thursday night showdown in the NFC North. Let's get to our daily fantasy projections. We'll start things off with the Atlanta Falcons. Quarterback Marcus Mariota has had a decent year. Although his passing numbers aren't that high, 176 passing yards per game, he does have 34 rush yards per game. So we know that he's a mobile quarterback that gets it done, not necessarily in the air, but on the grounds. Going up against the Carolina Panthers team, their defense has struggled 29th or 28th, rather, in past DVOA. Rush defense DVOA ranks 23rd. That bodes well for Mariota in this one.
1: Yeah, it absolutely does. I On either side of the ball, I don't think the offenses are going to have too much right. uh, struggle. They're going to be just fine. Mariota, he's been serviceable. He's been getting the getting it done, keeping him in games. But when it comes to fantasy, you really need him to be running here mm-hmm. to score some points. So,
0: Do you see him running in this one?
1: So in the games that he has been in, that have been close, he has had rushing upside. The games that he hasn't is either they've been dominating or they've got dominated. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there is some upside here. He's should be in this game, maybe a slight lead. And so I would see some rushing upside in this game.
0: There's definitely some rushing upside okay. for the next player. We're going to talk about that's running back Cordarrelle Patterson, who is back in this game. He was back last week coming mm-hmm. off an injury. He had 44 yards and two touchdowns in that game. We know he is an absolute beast, especially mm-hmm in fantasy coming back into this game he didn't play in the game against Carolina two weeks ago he could be an absolute game changer in this one especially considering the fact that the Panthers as I mentioned ranked 23rd in rush defense DVOA what do you forecast for Patterson in this one
1: yeah and we just saw the Panthers get absolutely dominated on the ground by Joe Mixon Uh, So I think Corderell's in a fine spot. The one thing that does worry me is that his price is pretty high. Mm -hmm. And last week he split carries with Tyler Algier. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had 39% of the snaps. Algier had 38%. Now I think that he will have a little bit larger of a role this week, another week removed from injury and coming back. Um, But I don't think it's going to be a huge dramatic difference. Now, we know Patterson is good. We know he can, you know, break Mm -hmm. the big play. He can do a lot of things with the ball. So, I like him, especially against, you know, a poor Rushdie. But just don't forget about Algier as well.
0: Well, let's get to Tyler Algier, the BYU fifth rounder. Mm -hmm. And the rookie has been... Absolutely awesome and really filled the role when Patterson was out. He had a career high 99 rush yards on 10 carries, plus a 24 yard reception, and he leads the Falcons in rushing this season. And head coach Arthur Smith has just talked about how he's adjusted so well to the NFL game and just has really good spatial awareness. What do you see for him in this matchup?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's been decent. He kind of just stays around yeah you know like he he busts a couple plays you know he's not gonna bust like an 80 yarder but like you know he'll bust 20 30 yard runs here and there and he has been very good so i like him he is way cheaper than uh, patterson his ownership is going to be a lot less too so i think he is very interesting for the fantasy rosters we know this atlanta team is going to just run the ball That is, if they can control the game, that is what they'll do. They will try and let Mariota pass as little as possible. And with Algier and Patterson, they can do that.
0: Now, one of the fantasy football enigmas this season has been tight end Kyle Pitts, who is expected to be one of the best tight ends in fantasy football this season, hasn't lived up to expectations. He did have a great game against the Carolina Panthers two weeks ago. He racked up 80 yards and a touchdown in that game. But he's averaging just 35 receiving yards per game on the season. How do you evaluate his matchup against Carolina in this one?
1: Uh, This is another spot I don't think they're going to have to throw. So Mm -hmm. I don't think Pitt's going to have a good game. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I said his obituary on the show a couple (laughs) weeks ago, and he... He tricked me by having <laughs> that back, one good game. came back from the dead in that uh, one. So just be warned that <laughs> I have put him to rest once.
0: <laughs> I'm doing it again.
1: But, uh, you know, I, I just can't do it. I just don't think Mariota is going to pass that much. Uh, with that being said, I also almost had a uh, prop bet today. It was mm-hmm. almost Drake London for over-receiving yards. And I took that back because I just can't do it. I can't trust this passing game mm-hmm. they're going to try and run the ball as much as they can and they should be in this in position this game with possible weather mm-hmm. also um, they should be in position to run the game run the ball this game so i just don't love the passing
0: Yeah offense. you're mentioning your reluctance to go near the passers and mm-hmm. or the pass catchers in this one what about wide receiver Drake London he had 3 receptions 23 yards recently against the Chargers mm-hmm. His targets, he had seven of them. That's the most since week five. Do you see any upside for him in this game?
1: I mean, there is some upside just because of the defense we're going against here. But just like Pitts, it's very hard for me to trust Mm -hmm. any of these pass catchers. (laughs) Uh, If we were to trust one, might go to Bird over all of them just because If he succeeds, it's on a big play. He's going to be optimal where these guys are a lot more expensive and most likely outcome for both of them is like three receptions for 30 yards. It's really not going to do anything for you.
0: Demir Bird revenge game alert. (laughs) Going up against his former team in the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. so there's that factor as well for uh, Damir Bird he pickup did in your go daily fantasy. Well
1: against him last game, sure
0: did had a touchdown. That yep,
1: weekend. yep. It was uh, three for sixty-seven and a touchdown.
0: Let's go to his former team in the Panthers, and the quarterback there we're looking at is P.J. Walker. He was announced as the starter, even though last week he got replaced at halftime because he was having an abysmal first half, just 3 of 10 for 9 yards, two interceptions in that half against the Bengals. So then Baker Mayfield comes in, but they're sticking with P.J. Walker in this one. He had a great game against the Falcons two weeks ago in that 37-34 overtime loss, 19 of 36 for 316 yards. And a touchdown, including that 62-yard pass Mm -hmm. to DJ Moore. Touchdown pass to tie the game. What do you make of P.J. Walker?
1: Mahomes says that was the best pass of the year.
0: That is wild. It's
1: a guy that got benched last week. Had the (laughs) best pass of the
0: When the um, MVP frontrunner is saying that (laughs) your pass was the best of the year, that's pretty high praise.
1: Uh, Now, P.J. Walker... It is going to be scary to put him into any lineups, and the reason being is we don't know the leash that he has. Mm-hmm. Baker came in in the second half last game. Is that going to happen again? We don't know. However, if Walker plays, I do really like him. He can scramble a little bit. He can throw. He likes DJ more. We have seen some upside of him, so I don't mind going to him. Just – uh be warned, Beware that leash might a, be short.
0: Yeah, he had a decent game last week, too. His QBR was 83.2, which um, was the best. The first five games he had this season, 15.6 total QBR. So, we actually had a decent game there. Going to be yeah. interesting to see how this one plays out, a quarterback for the Panthers. At running back, Dante Foreman. In two games, he's had over 10 carries. In two ga- In the two games, rather, that he's had over 10 carries, he's racked up 118 yards rushing. It's just he's got to get those uh, carries. Three touchdowns against Atlanta two weeks ago. What do you make of him going up against this Atlanta rush defense that ranks 22nd in DVOA?
1: Yeah, I like Foreman this uh, this week. He's going to get the majority of the first and second down work. Mm -hmm. For the third down, we're going to see probably a lot of Chuba Hubbard, who Mm -hmm. is likely to come back. So you you can't expect him to catch catch many passes. But he is a good runner as long as he's getting those carries. And I think Carolina will be in the game to give him those chances and those opportunities. So I do like Foreman this week.
0: You mentioned Chuba Hubbard. He is likely back in this one. He, ins- he insists as of Tuesday that he's going to be playing in this game. Last time he played was Week Seven against the Bucks. He had 63 yards and a touchdown in that one. What do you expect for him? You kind of touched on a little bit. You think he might get those third down carries? Does he is he worth picking up in daily fantasy?
1: Yeah. So the last time uh, Foreman and Hubbard played together, uh, Hubbard had 46 percent of the snaps. Foreman had 54. Now I think this week coming back from injury that we're going to see probably like 60% Foreman and maybe 40% Hubbard. I would expect Hubbard to get all the third down. And then some of the series is some of the, the first second down stuff, but not a ton. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a path to Hubbard. We know the Atlanta defense isn't great. They're actually frankly kind of bad. <laughs> uh, so I think there's opportunity for both of these running backs. It's, a really weird slate where we could really see three running backs in the optimal lineup.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: like it, it, it's, it's an awkward slate for sure.
0: I will note though, that Atlanta, even though they're, so they're 22nd in rush defense DVOA. However, Mm. they've only allowed two rushers over a hundred yards this season. One was Nick Chubb. We know he's basically the Mm. best running back in the NFL this season. However, the other one was Foreman two weeks ago. He absolutely (laughs) tore that defense apart
1: it's it's weird because both of these like so atlanta they keep scoring they're putting up decent scores weekly Mm -hmm. but they have this like old archaic (laughs) offense that (laughs) just runs the ball uh but then they're also letting people score on them so they've been in a lot of shootouts and i mean there's a chance we see it again
0: well what about wide receiver dj moore who I've got some issues with because he made me lose my fantasy matchup two weeks ago. Had an absolutely it it was absolutely was on that last play where he caught a sixty two yard touchdown to tie the game, sending it into overtime and sending team Shandogs into the l column yeah it was not a good yeah. week you, Moore you had, had a, pre- a couple bad beats <laughs> yeah Moore had a great game though he's averaging 53 50 receiving yards per game he had 152 receiving yards in that game just absolutely smoked uh this falcons defense they rank 29th in defensive pass dvoa what do you see for him the second time around against the falcons
1: yeah, I think DJ Moore is in a decent spot here as long as PJ Walker is starting. If yes. he gets pulled and we see Baker, Baker and Moore just have not been on the same page all year long. So there is some risk having Moore because if Walker gets pulled then uh you know, I don't like him quite as much mm-hmm. as I would with with PJ Walker, but it's a good matchup. One that he can absolutely uh dominate.
0: Let's get to some sleepers, like shall we? Like you dominated Team
1: Shandogs. Oh dogs. man, why ah. do you
0: got to rub salt in the wound, Tyler? Uh uh-huh. It's okay. All right. We'll uh we'll redeem ourselves here down the stretch when yes. it matters most. Yes, we will. You watch out for Team Shandogs in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Let's get to some sleepers for daily fantasy mm-hmm. though in this week. What do you got?
1: Uh, for flex sleepers, I like Algier. I like Bird. Uh, for Carolina. Can go Lavisca Chenault. Okay. If uh, I know he's a little banged up, so do make sure he's playing. And then Baker Mayfield.
0: I actually don't kidding. hate that pick. Kidding, not kidding. I'm not I really mean, sure. If for it's... some reason P.J. Walker starts to struggle, yeah. as you mentioned when you were talking about Walker, they could pull him pretty quick in place of yeah. Baker Mayfield, who had a good second half against the Bengals. He had. Mm-hmm. A uh, hundred and fifty-five yards, two touchdowns in that game, and one of his best performances. So if you got Baker Mayfield on the bench, yeah. yes, I know he. Did you see the video of him? Uh, what was he? He was like almost like a practice defensive tackle. Oh yeah. And yeah. S- that doesn't tell me that they value his.
1: No, I, I his don't. Play very much. I don't think they value him. I think. There's a good chance that throughout this week, the P.J. Walker leash talk Mm -hmm. gets talked up too much where Baker Mayfield's ownership in these contests may go up higher than it should. So I would say one thing is kind of pay attention to what people are saying. If everybody's like talking about, hey, this is a good time to use a backup quarterback, maybe step away from it just because the likelihood is that P.J. Walker starts and finishes this game.
0: But if you wanted to be but. crazy like a fox, yep. Yep. you could be, easily. yep. Go to I Baker. I mean, people have won off uh, He might be feeling dangerous.
1: Marcus Mariota actually won somebody as a backup uh, quarterback in a primetime game, won somebody a million dollars. There you go. It no brisket,
0: no biscuit. Mm-hmm. So- what about captain, MVP spots? Uh, for
1: me, I like Foreman more, Patterson, and Mariota. So, yeah. Mariota runs one in, then very likely he's going to be captain.
0: Patterson could just have an incredible game in he this could. one. He could. He's the just getting back into it. The worries about mm-hmm. me
1: is that Algier is there, and he's, I don't see them just phasing Algier out. Right. He's going to be a part of this. He's done good enough.
0: To your point, too, I think they're going to start to give Algiers some more red zone carries as well. Just to – what do know. you think?
1: I, Patterson's so good in the red zone. that yeah. I, I doubt they do, but I, they could. You you never know what they're going to do. I mean, they're running a 70s offense. <laughs> like, I wasn't born then. I wasn't alive, so I can't tell you what the offense is going to do.
0: I mean, it's working for him, kind it, of. It, I China, mean, four and five on the year, tied, tied with the buck, tied with Tom Brady. Contention for they're the they're NFC, South Could yeah. do it, they could take sole possession of first place by the end of this week. Tom Brady
1: is one and oh, since being divorced. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. I'll try to yeah. make it two and oh in Germany. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's our daily fantasy projections for week 10. Oh, I can't believe it's already week 10. Thursday night yeah. football. Make sure to check out linestarapp.com for all of the information that we just went over. You can get all the stats analytics to help you dominate in daily fantasy plus we have a lineup optimizer for you also if you're watching us on youtube right now do us a favor like this video if you're enjoying our content and subscribe to our channel we want you up to date on all the videos that we're coming out with and maybe even subscribe for notifications click on the bell so you know when we're coming out with the latest videos let's get to our touchdown calls of the game week 10 thursday night football Tyler, where are you headed for an anytime touchdown?
1: I'm going Dante Foreman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He uh had 3 touchdowns <laughs> versus them last time we played. I think he's going to at least get a chance for uh, one this game. So we're going against we're going with him. Falcons have the 25th ranked uh running or against running backs mm-hmm. rush TDs allowing 0.9 rushes per game.
0: I'm going with Falcons wide receiver Damir Bird plus 800 He just has the 23rd best odds to find the end zone in this one, even behind the Atlanta defense. However, this is former Carolina Panther revenge game. Last game against Carolina, he had a touchdown, and that Carolina defense ranks 25th in pass defense DVOA versus wide receiver threes look out for that matchup in this one and not only was he a former panther he was also a former south carolina gamecock so this is going back to his old stomping grounds in the queen city at bank of america stadium i think he's gonna put on a little revenge show nothing says revenge like scoring in your ex-teams end zone doing a little celebration dance Mm -hmm. in another team's jersey speaking
1: of celebration dances it reminds me you owe me a uh, air guitar
0: my touchdown hit as well
1: that is true doesn't but, but we didn't have but a you commenter didn't win. saying i should do something <laughs> we had one saying you should. okay i can do air guitar
0: <laughs> so yeah so for those of you that didn't watch we had a commenter say that i should do the austin eckler touchdown dance which mm-hmm. if you know austin eckler he does the air guitar that was tyler's touchdown call last week and mm-hmm. so you know what i'm gonna i'm oh, gonna do it
1: we give that.
0: gonna, that's the...
1: <laughs> i love it okay that probably
0: it. wasn't that good can we wipe that from the internet probably uh, not <laughs>
1: unfortunately you're the master of all the uh <laughs> at least i have editing control <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the master of all the outtakes here so i just get i just get trolled on
0: our shorts that was a little subpar but maybe i'll work on it right. can you just if i did that can you do the gritty one of these days? I just that would that would just be wonderful. We'll see. All right, we'll see. We'll make that bet down the line. Speaking of bets, mm-hmm. let's get to our prop bets in this one. Tyler, where are you headed in the prop market?
1: Going to DJ Moore over fifty-seven point five receiving yards. He's hit it in two of three with Walker. The one that he didn't was when Walker got pulled. Atlanta is ranked thirty-second, allowing two hundred and eleven yards to the wide receiver over the last nine games so let's go dj Moore, book it
0: all right dj Moore. gosh Mm -hmm. why'd you have to pick the guy that sent me packing in fantasy football are you doing that on purpose i gotta troll you (laughs) i'm going with cordial patterson over six and a half receiving yards first came back off the ir he had a reception for nine yards he was 44 rush yards two rush touchdowns in that one so racking up the points for fantasy owners he's hit that receiving yards over in three of five games carolina ranks 27th in pass defense dvoa versus running backs so patterson's in a great spot in this one he can do it all falcons were always moving him around i do expect them to incorporate him in the passing game in this one and easily surpass that six-and-a-half receiving yards. For me, that's just way too low.
1: It is too low. I mean, it's it's one catch.
0: Exactly. You
1: know, which he should get. He is – an X wide receiver.
0: <laughs> so make sure those are available on underdog and prize picks. So make sure to lock those in. If you don't already have those apps, make sure to download them. It's a great way to place your prop bets. New users who use our promo code can get up to $100 of your deposit match. So make sure to check that out. Put your props in at prize picks and underdog fantasy. You ready for some game picks? We've been crushing it. Well, at least <laughs> brush it off. I got the last one, Monday Night Football. Who picked the Ravens and who did not? <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't get the time ones.
0: Got that one. But what about
1: our uh, underdog Sunday picks?
0: That's true. Fair enough. Yeah, All right. Yeah, All yeah. right. So game picks for this one. Atlanta Falcons favored by just three points. Uh-huh. What do you make of this game? Who are you going with?
1: I got to go with the Falcons here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Carolina just... <laughs> Just, they're just bad <laughs>
0: they're one of the worst yeah. football teams in the nfl right now yeah i mean they, they got rid of to their coach the for a reason they, yeah which has gonna...
1: helped them tremendously they have yes, looked actually, much better <laughs> to,
0: yeah good point
1: but uh but yeah I, I still gotta go falcons
0: uh i'm also going falcons atlanta's actually won this matchup with carolina eight out of the last 10 games so they basically own carolina in mm-hmm. this point Also, Cordero Patterson is back in this one. He wasn't in the game that was two weeks ago. Had he been in, I think they would have just shut down the Carolina Panthers.
1: He would have got over a 6.5 receiving yards. He
0: absolutely would have. (laughs) Also, so he joins that attack with Tyler Algier. I think that's one of the most dynamic rushing attacks probably in the NFL, okay? Maybe.
1: Whoa, I'm just
0: saying that that's a pretty dynamic duo right there carolina meanwhile is one of the worst rushing defenses mm-hmm. defense teams in so i think there's that as well carolina hasn't beaten atlanta at home since 2017. there is no way i'm backing carolina panthers in this one yeah. no way yeah. the game total 44 and a half
1: i'll go over
0: you're going over mm-hmm. what's your I- rationale
1: I think we could see like a twenty-seven twenty game here. Uh, both defenses struggle; they're on struggle street. Mm-hmm. The offenses, Carolina should be able to run the ball a little bit, give them some points there, and then uh, I don't think the Falcons are going to have an issue moving the ball.
0: I'm going under. I'm going under, Tyler. I mean, it is a prime time game. I it makes sense. Yeah. prime times go under. <laughs> I think the natural inclination will be for people to go with the over in this one, especially considering they combined for 71 points two weeks ago. However, I just don't see it happening again. Atlanta actually has the second slowest time in seconds per play. Weather could be a factor as well in this one. It's something to keep an eye on that could slow things down if there is any rain in the forecast, which... Right now, it's looking like it won't hit until after the game, but still something to consider there. This game is not in the dome. P.J. Walker is going to have to make these incredible throws that he made two weeks ago. I don't see that happening. He certainly wasn't looking like that himself against not. the Bengals. That is so, sure. but that's
1: a good defense.
0: I am taking the under. Also, some trends to back it up here. Total has gone under in 13 of the last 19 matchups between Carolina and Atlanta. It's gone under in four of Atlanta's last six games. Give me the under. All right. All right. All
1: right. Yeah, I mean, prime times pretty much it's all been, year have been unders.
0: Yeah. So. They haven't been that exciting. Although the Panthers and the Falcons, as I talked about at the top of the show, probably yeah. the most exciting game that we've seen it, this season.
1: It, it's funny because this is an absolute just – I don't know what term I want to use for how bad. I mean, you have a 4 and 5 team are. going
0: up against it's a 2 deep. and 7 team. It doesn't exactly scream. However, there are some implications in this one, especially yeah. given the NFC South is on the line surprisingly in I mean, this one.
1: Yeah. It it's a dumpster fire game <laughs> if the Falcons weren't tied for first. It would seem way worse. And they're tied for first, so it's Who kinda... do you think
0: comes away with the NF the crown in the NFC South.
1: Uh the Bucs are gonna get it. Yeah. I I I think that they will figure out that offensive line eventually.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not totally where they're good, but good, good enough, enough to... to beat this division.
0: It's not hard. It's not saying, saying so. No. It's not saying much. So. Yeah, I also think so. Tom Brady, that game-winning touchdown drive, might have sparked a little something. We finally saw a little Brady magic at the end there at, yeah. uh, in that game against the Rams. Hey, yeah, just, Still not a team you want to back as far as a deep playoff run.
1: No, no, but definitely
0: not. Definitely this I NFC mean, South is not good. Yeah. Who would have thought? Oh, divisions like the uh, AFC East, <clears throat> the Jets are just dominating. Meanwhile, the NFC South with a guy like Tom Brady is on a – the place called Struggle Street that we like to say. Can you guys tell that uh, Shannon had a good weekend? We had a good Jets weekend. Porn, Georgia, <laughs> Jets. It was just a great. Yeah. Fe- Not only did the Jets win, they beat the Bills, the Super Bowl they favorites this Bills. year. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, we're still waiting on word on Josh Allen. This is Tuesday, so we don't know yet if he's going to play this weekend. That's another big story. Pro Ryan, football in doc is saying
1: he's unlikely. Yeah. I oh boy.
0: All right. Well, for more information um, that we just talked about, LineStarApp.com is where you can find all of the analytics and statistics to help you dominate. Also, check out our Props Edge tool. It's one that we've been using to pick our props and we've been having some success with it. So make sure to check that out as well. Again, if you're watching us on YouTube and you're enjoying our content, do us a big favor and press the like button and subscribe to our channel. Helps us out. And it helps you out. You Keep up with all of our content that we're coming out with, like these Thursday night previews. Later this week, we'll also have our props show, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorite shows to do, picking out props each week fun. for the underdog fantasy apps and the prize picks app. So yep. make sure to check those out as well. That's going to do it for our Thursday night football preview. Enjoy the game. Good luck in all your daily fantasy and prop bets. We'll see you next time.
1: Have a good one, guys. Bye.